Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck review. Uh, this is going to be, a, I'm going to try to be quick on this one, but um, this is Garrison, the Worshipper of Knowledge. This is one I opened up in San Diego playing with my brother-in-law. We did uh, what we like to do, blind play, where we just open and start playing. And early on, I said, ah, Sarian, uh, Brobner, this is one of my favorite combos. I would love to get another Pile of Skull Shrix. And as I played, bam, it happened. So... Um, and I'm not sure yet. This might be a better version of it from the other one I had. The other one, if you want to look up, um, I have a deck called Money Lender, something something Money Lender, that has Pile of Skulls, Shricks, along with other stuff. Um, it has some tools this one doesn't, but this, this has some of its own tools. So, yeah, let's jump into it. So, so the Brobnar spread is, um... Meganarp with the brew, of course. Pile of Skulls. So this is interesting. Shattered Throne is an interesting addition. Okay, so in case you don't know, the, the thing that's great here is Pile of Skulls is an artifact that just says each time an enemy creature is destroyed during your turn, a friendly creature captures one. It's, it's real good because it just says it has to be destroyed. So that means it triggers off of things like the direct damage from Ogopogo and Calfine, which there are two of. It triggers off of Berserker Slam. Uh, it triggers off a of Phalanx Strike, which is in the other deck, but not this one. Um, yeah, so it's real good. Now, Shattered Throne is a little different. Shattered Throne is an artifact with a bonus amber, and it says after a creature is used to fight, it captures one. Now, this applies to you and your opponent. So if they're also fighting for board control, it can sometimes help them. But with between both of them, that means if you are dominating the board, you're fighting... You know, you keep your creature alive. You've captured two amber every time. You managed to kill three creatures with one fight with a cow fine, and you've captured four amber overall. The Shattered Throne it has to go on the creature that fought, whereas the Pile of Skulls you get to put on whatever creature you want, which is a nice benefit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so let's see what else. So still can if you can get Narps, if you can get the Brew on it, that's great. Um, Alaka's good. The cow finds are great. Shorty's fine. Gron's good. So just good, good Brobnar setup there. Okay. Um, the Logos is really about accelerating your way through the deck. And uh, we have Replicator. That's an interesting one. Two Power Mutant. Reap, you trigger something else's Reap effect. Um, that's interesting. Two Remote Accesses. So that's a decent Amber Control. Depends on what you want. It's really the only amber control in the deck, so a little iffy, but but can be good. Jargoggle, Code, Code Monkey is interesting in here. I don't. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about the Code Monkey. Uh, it hurts your board control. Is the problem with it? But sometimes you can drop it in a in a place where you're happy to archive those creatures, and you and you get the amber, which is great. Uh, wormhole Technician is fine. Quant isn't really good in here because there aren't a ton of good actions to run, but it's okay. Titan Guardian is is quite good. It's it's good for protecting your uh, your amber uh, carrying creatures, um, and then also getting some extra draw. Hologramophone for Ward is good. Daughter's just good for having extra cards. Babylon Bibliophile is fine. It's probably dead right away, but it's fine. And Hapsis could be really good if you get it rolling. If you can drop the Hapsis, uh, get 
get a word on it from the hologramophone and then start fighting with the those two Brobner artifacts in play, that can be that can get crazy real fast. And then we get into the Saurian setup, and this is where it gets real out of control. Um, and again, Saurian is is interesting because it's like okay, we have uh, we have capture, and then we also have this put amber on stuff. Well, that's all risky, right? But what if we just have ways to mitigate it? And it turns out we do. So um, now the thing that this deck lacks mostly is ward, and so it, it struggles against things like Lost in the Woods and Lights Out, which I think, by the way, are just Lost in the Woods and Lights Out and Hysteria. Cards like that are just generally good cards against world against Saurian especially. So that's nothing new, but it doesn't like those. Um, yeah, anyway, sometimes you can protect them with hologramophone, but it, it tends not to, so so the, that's always a risk. Anyway, uh, so we have we have the Shricks. Um, so, of course, you can spend Amber off of that, and that's great. We have Brutadons for uh, for taunting. That's fine. Chant of Hubris is, is almost always, like, it feels so weird. I... It, it doesn't have as nice of an effect here because uh, I don't mind having the Amber stay around. And what really gets crazy is having two Calipigian Ideals, uh, which is an upgrade that says play Exalt this creature, and this creature gains you may spend Amber on this creature as if it were in your pool. And that means you can get into a situation where, like, let's say you drop the Stenopius on the board early, which is a three-powered dinosaur soldier with two armor, and gets plus three power for each Amber on it, and has play fight reap you may exalt it so you start exalting this thing you start using it with the golden spirals and you're just throwing amber on it and uh and oh it's a risk it's a risk it's a risk but at some point you just throw the calipigian ideal and suddenly you get to spend that amber so that just gets really insane um you know thero centurion is an okay target for it uh i've been able to get into situations where i protected the red orgallum with taunt well enough that I could spend off of it, which feels real good. And sometimes you'll even get into a situation where, like, you're doing Brobnar board control, you're capturing onto NARP. Uh, wait, not NARP. But maybe you're capturing onto Gron. Uh, or Ogopogo or something. And then later on you, you throw on the Calipigian Ideal because that Amber has, has uh, backed up and now boom. Um... And the ability to ramp up the Stenopius is really good too here because you you can get into a situation where you like play it, exalt it once, throw Calipigian Ideal, you've now exalted it twice, and then you throw Golden Spiral, or you use Golden Spiral on it to exalt it once from the Golden Spiral and once from its ability, and suddenly you've exalted it four times overall, um, and maybe captured one or two onto it. And suddenly, you know, suddenly you have six on there, uh, and you just played it. So that can get out of control real fast. So anyway, I this one compare again compared to the other one, um, it's it has a little more upside because of the Calipigian ideals and um, and having two ways to capture. Uh, the other one has a little bit more ability to come back and and it's a little more resilient to the sort of lights out lost in the woods stuff that I was mentioning because uh, because it has cards like city state interest and. Uh, and because it only has the Shrix, I, it doesn't tempt you 
the I guess the real danger here is putting all your amber on one creature, right? Hysteria is always a danger, but um, but in, in Moneylender, I tend to spread the amber out more and then just have Ludo out, so it's going to get burnt. Um, rather, as opposed to this one, where the tendency is to, to load it on single creatures uh, so that you can spend it with Calipigian Ideal, which is great if it works out, but real bad if it gets pushed back in. So I think probably the answer to that is just to uh, know what's in the opponent's deck and play differently based on that, not not go so hard for the for those Calipigian Ideal plays if I know there are cards like that around. So anyway... Um, the funny thing was, so I, I opened this, and then at the sealed event I went to, there was a guy there who wanted to trade some decks, and he had uh, he had a pile of skulls, Sarian deck, and uh, we actually we worked out a trade, and then afterward he said, oh, you know what, I actually think I really like that deck. Would you mind doing a different trade instead? And and, and I you know I'm happy to to do that. So we we swapped it around, uh, and then I almost orchestrated another trade for one um, so if those had both worked out I would ha I would have four pile of skulls sarian decks which I would I would be really happy with it is it's a fun way to play like I don't know yet for sure how good it is um, I think it, it probably relies a little too much on board state to be top tier but um, but it does really well and it's very fun um, so, I, I don't know, I, I would not be sad to have, you know, ten different variations of it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was, um, that was Garrison, the Worshipper of Knowledge. I hope you enjoyed this little deck review, and, uh, that you'll get out in Forge some Keys.